This story is called Taj Mahal. The prologue to the story is working in a gemological laboratory. <clears throat> Every once in a while I get a phone call from somebody who's got, or at least claims to have, the largest ruby or the largest sapphire or the largest emerald in the world. And of course they've got appraisal reports from some lab in India or Thailand or Russia and their appraisal report says this stone or this material is worth millions and millions of dollars and they're just coming to me because they want the laboratory that I work for to issue them a document because I have a prestigious lab a document that says the thing in fact is worth millions and millions of dollars uh, and so here's the story that uh, happened a few years back I get a call on like a Tuesday afternoon and the guy says he'd like to come in the next day. He has the two largest rubies in the world. And he's got these appraisal reports. And they say that the stones are worth like $36 million. And he'd like to bring them in and show them to me and have me do an appraisal. Am I available? Uh, and how much do I charge? <clears throat> so I explained to him how much I charge depends on the weight of the stone. And that he tells me the thing weighs about uh, 20 kilograms. So 20 kilograms is like 44 pounds. I'm saying 44 pounds? you got a gemstone weighing 44 pounds? He says it weighs about 20 kilograms, and he's got two of them, one bigger than the other. So I tell him, when I see it, I'll be able to tell you how much the fee will be. So he schedules uh, an appointment to come in the next day around 2 o'clock, and then sure enough, 2 o'clock promptly, I get a phone call from the switchboard operator telling me that there's about five guys in the front lobby, a guy with a camera, guys with turbans, guys with these long robes on, and that I should get up there right away because they have no idea what's going on. So I come up there, and sure enough, there's five guys up there. Uh, they've got turbans. They've got these long, you know, costume-like robes on. One guy's got a, a video camera, you'd like the old time like you'd have on your shoulder. And they're filming what's going on here. And I come out there, and they bow to me. They all bow, and uh, I bow back. And they tell me they're here to show me the uh, the gemstones, and they want to know if I'm David Weinstein. I explain, yes, I am David Weinstein. So I invite them in, and meanwhile, they're recording all this, right? They come in. Everybody they see, they bow. Hello, they're hello. They're bowing, bowing. Everybody's bowing. Meanwhile, the guys in the middle of the pack are carrying these two large bundles, and they're not like they're not like bags. They're more like just bundles of of cloth and material. I can't figure out exactly what's going on. Anyways, I clear off a space on one of the desks, and they open up one of these things, and it's like one fancy cloth after another. They're unwrapping this thing, and as they unwrap it, the film is running, and they're bowing, and I'm going, this is like a circus here. What's going on here? So they un unwrap this thing, and then they finally get down to what's inside the package, and sure enough, it's, it's this huge bowling ball size rock and it's got some red color to it but at best you could call, if it were ruby you could call it ruby in matrix matrix means sort of the natural rock so i look at this thing and go and it's got a shine to it it's got a little polish to it so i'm going oh my god what is this thing so they want to know 
can I? And then they started unwrapping the second one. And sure enough, it's just a little smaller version of the first one. It's like a bowling ball type thing, and it's it's round and it's got some red material in it. It's got some black and green. You know, it's just it's rock, but it's probably ruby. It's probably a giant chunk of ruby rock that came out of the ground that they you know got it spherical somehow and then they put a shine on they put a polish on it and these guys are bringing it in he's got these papers now these papers come in these beautiful document folders with all this indian or you know some kind of far eastern writing on it and i open it up and the only thing i can really make out is like the number at the bottom of the page that says something in the you know 20 million 30 million dollars and I'm going, wow, this is great. Anyways, I tell the guy, look, the fee is going to be, you know, $1,500. It's, you know, half a day's work. And I told him that, you know, he'd have to leave. Oh, no, 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 we can't leave it. We can't leave it. You know, we can't let these things out of our sight. And meanwhile, they're, you know, I'm saying, well, look, I, this kind of thing, first I have to identify it. Then I have to show it to somebody to figure out what the value is. And then I have to, you know, write something up. I have to photograph it. So these guys say, no, 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 we can't let it out. You have to do it right now. Just right now, just do it. Look at it, analyze it, and give us the number. So I explain to them, I bring in some other people from the lab, I explained to him, look, this has to be done in a methodical, you know, there's methodology here, and we have to do this in the right kind of way. So eventually we convince them that we'll give them a receipt, they can write down on the receipt what the declared value is, we're not bound by that, but in case something happens to it and we don't return it to them, they can always, you know, have, uh, have, you know, have it, have it out with my insurance company, I guess. Anyways, these guys, you know, the camera's running. Eventually, eventually we sign the documents, and these guys, you know, you know, as they walk out the door, they're bowing, they're bowing, and they're shaking hands, and, and it's really incredible. Anyway, so these guys left, and all of us in the lab are looking at these two bowling balls and thinking, what is this stuff? Anyways, we do our gemological test, and sure enough, the stuff is corundum, which is, the, you know, the sp species of variety of ruby. <clears throat> and it's red, so it is ruby. It's ruby and matrix, just like what I thought. So now i got to figure out what this thing is worth, and i got to weigh it. So we, we figured the thing to do is to take it down to the mail room, that in the mail room we possibly have something that we can use to get a weight on it. And somehow, I don't recall exactly how we got a weight, but we did get a weight on this thing, the two, the two balls. Then I make a phone call to a guy named Lawrence Conklin. Now, Lawrence Conklin is, was the mineralogical guru, or one of them at least, in New York City. I don't know if he's around still, because this happened years ago. And I, I call him up. I tell him, Lawrence, I've got to show you something. You're not going to believe this. So he says, yeah, come on by. So I, I can only carry one of these bowling balls at a time. So I take the, I can't remember if I take the large one or the smaller one. I take it up. I just put it in, I wrap it in one of the claws, and I take it in a, pla in a shopping bag, and I take it over to Lawrence, and I uncover this thing. And he looks at it like, what do you want? This is nothing. This is, David, this is nothing. This, this is just ruby and matrix that's been polished. And it has no mineralogical value. It has no gemological value. It, you know, it basically has not much value at all, maybe other than a, a paperweight. So we figure it out that the thing is probably worth, you know, 10 cents a gram. 
and 10 cents a gram, this thing overall would probably be worth about $5,000. So I come back and I figure this all out and I, you know, I take all my measurements and I get all my data together and now I got to figure out how to break the news to these guys and how I'm going to get paid for you know, this, for this thing that I'm going to tell him is worth $5,000 and what's my explanation and who did I check with and et cetera, when he's got documents from, you know, somebody in Thailand who says it's worth, you know, $20 million. Anyway, so the next day finally comes and he they show up and they've got the camera running and as they come in the door, they're bowing and bowing. <clears throat> so we explain to them, we did the analysis. Everything is what we thought it was. This is Ruby and Matrix, and it has a complete, you know, value of about five thousand dollars. And they go, no, 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 no. And then like units, and they're like five thousand dollars. This is ridiculous. So they tell me this has to be worth a lot more. So I tell them, look, I'll you know give me another half a day. I'll check it with somebody else, and if you know if I'm wrong fine. If, anyways, so they go away. They come back about two hours later and I tell them, um, I've checked it with another source. <clears throat> I can't remember if I called Sotheby's or who I called or went, on, went online. I don't think there was online at that point. <clears throat> and I decided that this is, you know, just got to be stern with these guys. Get the money from them for the fee and just tell them this is it. I'm only going to go $5,000 and that's high, as high as I'm going to get. So anyways, these guys eventually figure out that they're not going to have any luck getting me to give them a you know a million, million dollar appraisal for this bowling ball. And at the, at the end when, it, when they finally give up, because they argue for like what seems like hours, when they finally give up, so the the what looks like the head guy says to the cameraman, he says, you know, the accents are gone now. Nobody's there now. They're talking just straight English, you know, New York accent. He says, Joe, cut the camera. Let's just go. And now there's no more bowing. They just take these two bowling balls. They just wrap them up real quick in these fancy cloths, silk cloths, and they put it back in a bag. And they, they sling it over their shoulder, and they groanly, you know, go out the door saying, you guys don't know what they're talking about, you guys don't understand the value of anything. And uh, it, it's really the, the contrast between when they come in and they're bowing and bowing to the time where he says, oh, Joe, cut the camera, let's just get out of here. Because these guys don't know what they're doing. And uh, then they walk out, and we're just standing there like we're laughing. It's so hysterical. But this situation uh, happens, I would say, almost once every couple of years that somebody comes in and they've got you know what they think is worth millions and millions and in some cases people really think they have something because they've been bluffed they've been duped and in other cases people just think that we're totally crazy here in new york and then they can come in and pay us fifteen hundred dollars and get whatever they want anyways that's the story it's called taj mahal uh, and like I say, it happens uh, not infrequently. So enjoy. Take care. Have a good day.